Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. Today is Wednesday, January 27th, 2021, and we meet here today to take part in a group meditation on goodwill and to discuss topics related to the theme of goodwill as it is expressed through human living, through human thinking, and through human relationships. Goodwill is a living energy. It is the principle of love expressed intelligently to bring about right relationships. It affirms the inherent goodness of human nature, that humanity is essentially divine, and so in its very essence, always allied with that which is good. Goodwill also bridges the many cleavages between races, nations, and ideologies which exist within humanity at this time. It's the foundation upon which a humanity which is united yet diverse can be created. And this Goodwill Meditation Group meets subjectively every Wednesday at noon in your local time zone. We invite you all to link up with this group, which is primarily a subjective group, and to use the Goodwill Meditation to strengthen the expression of goodwill in your local communities and in um, the larger group humanity. This webinar meets on the last Wednesday of each month and seeks to support the weekly work of the group and to introduce new members to its work. I am here today with my colleague, Kathy Newburn. My name is Michael Galloway, I should say that first. My name is Michael Galloway and I'm here today with my colleague, Kathy Newburn. And we will discuss um, the relationship between the triangles work and the goodwill work. Many of you I know are familiar with the triangles work. And for those of you who are not, we will be uh, describing what that is after today's meditation. Um, but before we proceed any further, let us link together in a moment of silence to focus our group intention. We sound together the mantra. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love 
of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. So both the triangle's work and the work of goodwill have as their objectives, the bringing about of a closer rapport between individuals and a recognition of their underlying unity as one whole, as one whole humanity, which is a complete organism functioning within a greater planetary life. We must remember as we go about this work of unification that unity is not the resolution of diversity into homogeneity. The goal is never to make others think or act or be exactly the same as we are. True unity is the dissolving of the illusion of separateness. It requires the dissolving of the, of the, of the illusion of separateness. And this in turn reveals an underlying subjective an essential unity, whichever exists independent of the changing nature of the phenomenal world. Separateness as it exists within the human mind is primarily a state of um, thinking or a psychological phenomenon, which overemphasizes, overemphasizes that which is bad, that which is wrong or perhaps mis misrepresented through human action and tends to ignore that goodness which ever exists. And even in great bad can always be seen as a potentiality. The separateness which must be dissolved to achieve unity then is not difference but rather otherness. Humanity is diverse. It consists of many cultures, races, beliefs, ways of thinking, and each unit has their place and their niche to fulfill. And so as we work to bring about this unity, we have to keep this, keep the unique role of each individual in mind. The triangles in the world goodwill work seek to energize and mobilizing this underlying subjective unity. And they do this primarily through the power of thought um, and meditation, followed through always also by human living and human action. Um, and so we'll talk more about this after our meditation, um, which we will begin now.
relinking thought with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Goodwill Meditation Group. We reflect upon the fact of relationship. You are related to your family. Your community. Your nation. the world of nations. The one humanity. Use the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and in insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, all those beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart, also known as rishis, bodhisattvas, and masters.
imagine that you are standing within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ. Other faiths have other names for the one at the center. Maintaining that high point of contact, let your thoughts reach out to all those members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active. Silently use the affirmation of love. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I the soul will outward move. From that center I the one who serves will work. 
May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill and into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill in creating loving and harmonious human relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships, and restoring peace on earth.
realize that you are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, and healing all cleavages. Think in thought with all the men and women of goodwill and sound the great invocation. Say it with deliberation and with full commitment to its meaning, knowing that you are radiating its potent energies to humanity. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Oh.
Great. Thank you, everybody, for your participation in this work. So I'd like to introduce somebody who most of you probably know, um, Kathy Newburn, who works on the Triangles desk at uh, New York headquarters, the Lucis Trust. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I'd like to just pose, pose a few questions, start by posing a few questions to you um, about the Triangles work and um, maybe we can, we can proceed that way and I can maybe share a few thoughts also if I have them and but mostly I'd love to hear really what you have to say about, about Triangles and about the relationship between this work. And just for everybody that's listening, um, we will have like probably some time where um, we'll be, I'll be interviewing Kathy, but then um, please, there will be an opportunity for you to contribute. Um, and so if you'd like to collect your thoughts and save them during that time, uh, we'll have that, um, we'll have the time for you to share shortly. Um, so Kathy, just to begin, I'd like to ask you, how would you describe the work of triangles to somebody who maybe doesn't have much esoteric or occult knowledge, um, maybe who's familiar with meditation very generally, um, but doesn't have anything about, doesn't know anything about triangles? How would you describe the work of triangles to them? What is it? Well, I think that's a good question for all of us to ponder because this is a group activity and so the work of triangles can only grow and spread around the planet by its members. It's not the responsibility solely of uh, headquarters or of any one person or of our weekly webinar. It's, it's really the responsibility of each member. So I think it's good to, for each of us because we all live in different environments. We all have different, um, we know our environment, we know our friends and coworkers better. So I don't think there's one approach that fits all sizes. I think we all have to be adaptable. But I think it's really good to practice. And just like if you're doing anything and you wanna do it well, practicing it beforehand um, with a mirror or you know, by yourself, um, would help you to, to learn how to express it more clearly. Uh, and I just wanted to show that we do have some tools. Can you see that? Yes. Uh, that's our, our triangles pin. And we made this a few years back to people who can wear that pin. They can then um, have their friends or coworkers might inquire, what is that? And that would give a an opening uh, for it. And we also have these cards, which are quite colorful and explain the work of triangles. So if you're a shy person and you don't really feel adequate to introduce the work, you have a card and you can simply say, here's a card. Um, or you could say, go to the website triangles.org. That's pretty easy to remember. And if people are really motivated, they might want to. But I think it is an opportunity for uh, someone to actually practice their own um, method of introducing triangles. I think one of the, um, I thought, one of the best ways to introduce triangles was um, how it was introduced in an article I read in a magazine a few years ago, an interview 
um, with someone from the trust who described triangles as a form of planetary healing. And I say it was effective because that was in the day before internet. And it was really amazing how many people wrote in from reading that interview, asking us um, for more information about triangles. Because as we know today, um, even more so than that 20 years ago or so, our planet is in uh, a very challenging condition. And so there are many people, as you know, um, climate activists of all sorts, um, but the work of triangles takes the form of a subjective uh, service of our planet. And so I think if we introduce it as a way of dealing with the causes that underlie the outer effects of our planet and that by working together with our triangles partners and with the whole planetary network of triangles, we can find a way of distributing spiritual energy, tapping into a reservoir of etheric vital energy that exists subjectively that through our work together we can draw upon and distribute throughout this vital network of planetary triangles that surrounds our globe. And through this means, we distribute energies to all aspects of our planetary life. And so I think just presenting it along that kind of line as a form of service, a form of healing our planet, um, I think it will draw many people in. Yeah. Thanks, Kathy. I've heard I work right next to you at, at headquarters and I've heard, I mean, we don't work on the same day anymore since the pandemic, but when we did, I would hear sometimes people call in and ask about triangles. And I was always astounded to every time you would, you would explain it almost totally differently, actually, <laughs> um, even though it is such a simple, such a simple process. And just in case there's anybody, anybody on the call who maybe isn't familiar at all with triangles, you simply make a group with two other people and you link together each day in thought to sound the great invocation. It's that simple. You imagine your triangle is part of a network of triangles. Um, and that's as simple as it is actually. But, but yet there is, there is a lot of significance to it and a lot that can be said um, about the work. And so yeah. um, somebody here actually asked, what's the esoteric significance of triangles? So I asked maybe how would you how would you describe it to somebody who doesn't really know? Um, but also like, could you just speak briefly to what's some of the more esoteric significance of a triangle? Well, on that fundamental, if you're hearing an echo, on a fundamental level, esoteric, uh, esotericism uh, is really founded on the whole idea of triangles, the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know, it's, it's part of all uh, spiritual traditions throughout time. And so it, it, is, it does have deeply esoteric roots. Um, there are many, many types of triangles. We, Michael just described the, the triangles that we form with one another. And, and you can be a member of, of many triangles, not just one. It, and if you prefer one, that is wonderful as well. So um, don't think that if you're already in one triangle, you can't form more because that, increases the network's outreach, the more triangles we have. But the esoteric underpinnings, um, they're cosmic. You know, the whole systemic 
life from the one at the center to all the various um, gradations of logoi, um, of planetary lives that exist in our solar system and in our entire universe um, are linked one with the other through triangles. And so the esoteric significance is that they embody the will, the father, the love of the son and the matter aspect of the mother and each triangle um, embodies those three aspects. And so through our work with triangles on our planet, because as many of you might know, our planet is in a very um, important point in its planetary evolution. Um, there are what's called sacred planets in our solar system and there are non-sacred planets. And our planet happens to be, probably would guess, uh, one of the non-sacred planets. And so what's really going on esoterically is that in order for a planet to become sacred, it has to reach um, a higher vibratory state. It has to be a better conductor of energy and of electricity. And we're told that a sacred planet is surrounded, its etheric network, its energy body is a network of triangles. Whereas a planet such as ours, which is non-sacred, is surrounded at this time primarily by a network of squares, which are more, they signify the personality aspect. Whereas a network that's composed of triangles is representative of the soul and it allows the soul energy to permeate that etheric body and to lift and raise um, all levels of consciousness on the planet. And so through our work in triangles, we're helping to make that shift because we're told that on the inner planes already, we have shifted and we are a sacred planet. So as we work together to stimulate that sacredness and precipitate it, we help to um, transform the squares into triangles. Thank you, Kathy. We, used had a, we had a saying, don't be a square, be a triangle. <laughs> so <That's funny. laughs> we're literally trying to, to make that yeah. a reality. Yeah. Um, so another question. So the triangles work, each um, member sounds the great invocation, which we just sounded earlier at the end of our goodwill meditation as well. But why is the why is the great invocation so important? And why is, why is this invocation used in the triangles work and not another invocation or prayer? Well, that certainly goes back to what is the great invocation? Um, and we are told in the, it was a prayer that was given out in 1949, 45 at the close of, as just as the Second World War was coming to a close, um, that was a really defining moment in our planetary history because that war was a great battle on the outer planes, but it was a more powerful battle on the inner planes between forces of darkness and forces of light. And there was some point uh, within that war wherein it looked like our planet was not going to um, be able to make it. And so when the tide was turned and there were great alignments 
within consciousness, which aided the allied forces to win that war. When that war was won, it was a signal to the spiritual hierarchy and to the world teacher, Christ, that he could make his reappearance. Because up until that moment, it wasn't, hadn't been decided. And so two months, um, that decision was made in Gemini, at the Gemini full moon, and the great invocation was given out at the Aries full moon, each of those signs being part of the three spiritual festivals of the higher interlude, with Waysak being the middle point, the Taurus festival. So because of the alignment that was, I really do think it was because of the alignment that was established on our planet between all three centers. If you read the teachings, you'll see that the war was won really through an alignment with the will of God, the center Shambhala, with extraplanetary energies that were pouring through that point, and with the spiritual hierarchy, the center of love, and the alignment extended to humanity, to all the men and women of goodwill who throughout the planet were issuing forth prayers and invocations that the allied forces could defeat the Axis powers. And so the invocation was given out as the sun was rising uh, on a day in, during the Aries festival. And Alice Bailey said that that, that moment, or Foster Bailey actually said that that moment of the giving out of the invocation, Alice Bailey emerged from her room completely illumined because it was as if they said her mind and the Tibetan's mind became as one. And so it was a very difficult um, act of translating these ancient seven word forms, which were told on the inner planes was what the Great Invocation consisted of. And as these word forms were translated into words, the Tibetan and Alice worked together to come up with the formula that was best suited um, to reach the largest amount of the population. And so the invocation is important because we're told that it is the key, the key means of preparing human consciousness for the reappearance. And so anything that we can do to do, help distribute it and to foster the work of goodwill, the goodwill, well, goodwill and triangle. These are service activities um, whose part of their main um, dharma is to distribute the great invocation, our most powerful tool for planetary upliftment and change. And so the invocation brings the triangle divine, the three aspects of light, love, and power, and brings them down or anchors them within the square of humanity, the human kingdom. And through this means, a great alignment is set up in consciousness and those energies are released. And so although we are, um, as people who are meditators, asked to make an alignment before we sound the great invocation with the three centers, the act of sounding the great invocation itself is said to be a prayer, as you said in that quote. And so we're asked to, to pray, to lift the prayers that are issuing forth from humanity at all times during this challenging time in our planetary life. Together we lift those, those prayers as a group and then we pray and distribute, we bring the energies down and distribute them 
through the etheric network, visualizing it as one of golden lighted energies. And then we distribute these energies to all humanity, permeating all human hearts and minds. So the invocations are a tool. It's a tool for triangles. It's a tool for all of the work that we do. And we can think too that the, the great invocation really symbolizes or unifies or expresses sort of the united desire, unified desire of all humanity for this, for sort of a spiritual manifestation of light and love. And it's really this united desire as one group that really evokes a response from those higher forces and brings about this, the transformations in human consciousness that are, that are so needed today. Um, and I should say also that there are, it's translated in over 70 languages. So if any of you out there are living in a land where English is not your primary language, and I know many of you are, um, please do reach out to Lucis Trust and its three headquarters and um, we will send you copies or they're available on our website as well. Um, Clint Galvin asks uh, an interesting question. Um, and he asks, can you explain once again the difference between the intended effects of the triangles and the world goodwill meditations? Um, well, in, in, in a certain sense, um, the triangles work is a subjective, um, it's, it's a subjective working where we contact the inner reservoirs. And of course the goodwill meditation work does that as well. But I think it's the way the Tibetan explains it is that it underlies the goodwill work. The goodwill work um, extends the radius of outreach of the triangles work um, by using this meditation, we are releasing goodwill. And so the, the triangles network provides the vehicle for the distribution of that goodwill energy into the world. But as I said earlier, there are sister, there are sister organizations um, or organisms perhaps. Mm -hmm. And so of course, all members of triangles would be encouraged to use the goodwill meditation each Wednesday, as you suggested earlier. And yeah, I think that highlights the goodwill work really has, the, to my thinking, perhaps somebody will disagree, but it has to work out in human activity of some sort. You know, whether that's entirely on the mental plane through, through the expression of, of thinking, um, of thought and of writing, or whether that's through doing good acts in one's community, um, et cetera, et cetera. But it really, I, feel, I, I believe the focus of the, like you said, the goodwill work is creating this inner, the right inner alignment, but also just bringing that inner alignment out into human living. Yeah. Livingness is another way of describing the first aspect of divinity, actually, livingness. And goodwill essentially is the will working out through its lowest, lowest level of manifestation, that of, that of humanity, which is the will aspect to the lower kingdoms in nature. And so we think of sometimes goodwill as something that's sort of sentimental, even, or just, uh, just sort of like good, good thoughts you know, good wishes, well wishes, so oh, I wish you well, but it's nothing like that actually at all. It's really the sort of the power of this inner alignment actually, it's, it's, 
to me, it's the affirmation of the fact that divinity can act and it acts through humanity. So as we know, humanity is essentially divine and, and it's, a, it's a recognition of that divine nature and also that divine nature acting um, within, within the body humanity. We used to have a poster. I don't know if we still do, but it was just always um, a very powerful one-liner. Goodwill is love in action. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's taking that, that soul and bringing it into form. And, and actually it's a very seventh ray activity, goodwill, because it, it is involved with the etheric network and vitalizing the etheric network with that, that energy of goodwill. Um, so we, I'd like to open it now. If anybody has any, there's a lot of stuff in the chat and maybe we'll, we've picked a few things out of there, but if anybody'd like to raise their hand, please do so now. It looks like Steve is right there. So I'm gonna ask to unmute. Steve, go ahead. Hey, Michael, uh, Kathy, thank you. Look, that's, that's, but that's wonderful. I think that's a fabulous presentation of both the energies of Wogobull and Triangles. One thing that occurred to me to add to that is that is Wilkerbill's educational work. So um, triangles is a practice. It's like it's a spiritual practice for all any spiritual spiritually oriented person and using invocation and working together in groups of three to create, as you've said, this beautiful um, energetic network of light and goodwill through which energy pours into humanity. Well, goodwill the educational task is really important because if you think about mobilizing and organizing the energy of goodwill, that's a question of helping the thought form because the energy of goodwill is like a natural inherent aspect of the human in, in my understanding. And the important thing is to take that energy and make it more conscious increasingly organized and clear. And part of that work is to help awareness, to help people see the incredible human shape in which goodwill is starting to reshape a whole new field of human relationships. You see it in all sorts of areas in areas where people are intelligently looking at freedom um, moving past sort of political ideals to see how freedom can truly work and looking in terms of right relationship to see how um, relationship between the human and the natural kingdoms of the earth is being restructured in economic forms and the current cycles of conferences just a, a a sort of shout out for the this week the for those who are involved in a visualization on the cycle of conferences is focused on the Davos agenda, which is a big conference. If you look at what happens every day at the because it's now all on zoom, you can really see thinking deep thinking from all sorts of groups. So if you look at politically, you'd say from conservative progressive, but if you're just looking in terms of thinking and of human organizing goodwill, you see in this Javos agenda, more energy focused on how we move from an economics of separation, step by step by step towards an economics that reflects this idea of human unity and oneness. 
but um, it's really lovely in this goodwill meditation group to have this focus on on the two on the goodwill and the triangles and to see the relationship thank you thanks steve um yeah that education work is very very important and actually i wanted to highlight that there are over the years you know world goodwill was founded in i think 1952 maybe a bit earlier I think earlier, I think the Goodwill Meditation started in 1952, but it's been around for some time. And since that time, there have been many, many dedicated people who have started what are called units of service in their local area. And what these units of service do, it's, it, can be, it can be a lot of things, um, but I think at the foundation is sort of an educational, educational thing, even if they're just bringing together some people from their community to meditate at the time of the full and new moon, or to meditate each week on goodwill or to meet together for some sort of study. It's at their heart, it's sort of a, an educational type um, initiative. And so if you have a desire to start a goodwill center in your, um, in your community, please reach out to us um, and we, we, can have, we can provide a few resources to help you do that. Um, Sam Jones also has his hand raised. Phoenix Toleman, Sam. Oh, hello. Um, thank you so much, Michael and Kathy. Um, I think I'm reverberating a bit now. Um, uh, can you hear me all right? Yes, yes, it's fine. Um, Recognising that we are all world citizens, the beauty and the connection for me for triangles and world goodwill is with each person that I do my triangle and they're from all around the world, you, I, I have more interest in the place that they're coming from and always see them as a great golden glow spreading across their country. Uh, and it's really funny. I mean, even if you hear something on the news, you think, oh, my triangle partners are out there, you know, <laughs> and it just brings you us all closer together. It, it makes the community smaller and but increases the triangle family. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you. Um, some, somebody asks here, Kathy, I forget, I forget what the World Goodwill email is. Do you know what it is? Is it worldgoodwill.us? Probably worldgoodwill.us at lucistrust.org. Lucistrust.org. Okay, Steve, hopefully he can correct me if that's wrong. I'm just going to type it at lucistrust.org. Somebody asked. I, they said they wanted, wanted to start a unit. I wanted to read a, it's sort of a mantra, mm -hmm. but it's also, um, it's, it really just illustrates in, in really powerful language this whole idea of what uh, the alignment being set up on our planet is all about. And this is, um, it's stated that um, at a time when humanity is prepared, there will be a vast alignment from the highest to the lowest. And it relates to goodwill being the outer manifestation of this tremendous influx of spiritual energy that will occur when there's an alignment between an extraplanetary avatar and the Christ and the hierarchy and humanity. So just wanted to read it because as I said, it does end with goodwill. It says when the avatar has made his appearance, then will the sons of men 
who are now the sons of God, withdraw their faces from the shining light and radiate that light upon the sons of men who know not yet they are the sons of God. Then shall the coming one appear, his footsteps hastened through the valley of the shadow by the one of awful power who stands upon the mountaintop, breathing out love eternal, light supernal, and peaceful silent will. Then will the sons of men respond. Then will a newer light shine forth into the dismal, weary veil of earth. Then will new life course through the veins of men. And then will their vision compass all the ways of what may be. So peace will come again on earth, but a peace unlike aught known before. Then will the will to good flower forth as understanding and understanding blossom as goodwill in men. So it's really um, the will to good that is appropriated by the disciples and initiates of the world who then translate that and flower its flowers forth as a, a development of understanding in our world. And then it is this understanding which blossoms in the hearts and minds of the men and women of goodwill everywhere. So it's understanding, you know, seeking to bridge with those who think differently than we do, which is really one of our primary tasks as men and women of goodwill is to bridge um, between the pairs of opposites, which are glaringly apparent in our world today. Thank you, Kathy. I think that's an excellent note upon which to conclude um, today's webinar. If you have any, do you have anything else, final, final thoughts to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Me either. So let us just um, engage in a, a moment of silence um, to conclude. And I'd like to thank all of you so much for your participation here. For those of you who aren't aware, um, the Triangles webinar meets every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, you can go to triangles.org to find out more about that. It's a weekly meeting to um, strengthen the Triangles Network and to introduce new members to that work. So. Thank you, everyone, and see you next month.